All right, so there's a story about three monks who were sitting by a lake in deep meditation. Yeah, this is episode number 50, and that's what I'm going to lead off with. <laughs> I didn't really plan this. I, I'm just kind of just taking this from the top. And as Wade Finning says, we enjoy the rambling, so here we go. But there's a story about three monks, and they were sitting by the lake and they were doing deep meditation and the first one stood up and said hey holy cow guys I forgot my mat so stepping out on the water he walked across to the other side where there was a small hut hut, and then he grabs his mat and walks back across the lake the second one's like oh wow holy cow you know thinking about that I forgot to draw my clothes I need to go hang them up So he steps out onto the lake, walks across, and comes right back. The third monk is like, oh, wow, hold on, guys. You're not going to sit here and show me up and diss me and make me think that you're superior monks because you can walk across the water. So he gets to the water's edge and starts trying to go across. He keeps falling over, and, you know, pretty soon he's just drenched. And looks back, he's furious, steps back out, tries to do it again, and pretty soon, you know, he's, he's waist deep, chest deep, he's, he's completely soaked. And the first monk says to the other monk, hey, you think we ought to tell him where the stepping stones are? That is why I love teaching advanced diver, is because it is an opportunity to take those basic skills that you've learned and that you're acquiring and really find out what else is new out there. Now, obviously, because of the way I run my formats, we do a lot more than just the basic of learning navigation, doing search and recovery, doing lift bags, you know, doing a deep dive. Just like with the open water courses I teach, but much more so really trying to help that diver become part of the entire aquatic experience. Hey, this is Rob Anderson. I am your host, the founder and director of Neptune Warrior. This is One Dive at a Time. And what we're talking about today is advanced class and some ways that I teach it actually quite a bit different. So if you look at Patty, Nowy, SEI, you know, any other ABCD, EFG, HIJK, LMNLP organization out there, when you look at the advanced diver, it basically has the same outlines. You got to do five dives. Uh, there has to be a deep, there has to be a navigation, uh, there has to be a search and recovery. Usually there's, there, you know, there has to be a limited vis or a night dive. And then a lot of times it's just either a fun dive I used to do, and still do, on many occasions, a capstone dive. I know some instructors, what they do is they throw in like a buoyancy, uh, or, you know, whatever, right? Uh, 
With me, we do anywhere between seven to 10 dives, but we also do pool work. Because as you know, healing heroes one dive at a time, part of that work is going to be around meditation, mindfulness, and really becoming part of that aquatic experience. So I've got about three or four divers that are going through my private or semi-private workshops right now. And I've had the questions like, all right, so when am I going to be done? And I don't put a time frame on it. Because when we start out, one of the things I always ask my divers is, hey, where do you think that you're at? On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being probably should not even be near the water, 10 being you know, Jacques Cousteau ready to press on to the next phase. Most of the time, I get somewhere between 3 and 5. I've had a few that are sevens, and that's cool. I mean, that's, that is a self-evaluation of where you're at. My goal is to move you forward and move you much higher in that self-rating of your diving skills. But also, I throw in a lot of understanding of being at peace in the water, not anxious in the water, having confidence as well as competence, because I think, you know, I think a lot of what, I think a lot of what advanced does, and I, and I teach this even, is it's a way to open you up for new opportunities in diving. Find out the things that you really enjoy doing. You know, do I, do I like night diving? Um, do I enjoy limited viz? Do I like going deep? You know, what, what are all the different things? And, and if you think about different reasons why you should be doing open water, well, the first one is, I'm sorry, doing advanced after your open water. One of the things to think about is experience is the best teacher. And to continue to gain that experience with someone who is guiding and mentoring as well as instructing you is one of the safer options. Plus, just like that monk who didn't realize where the stepping stones were, an instructor can show you where those stepping stones are, are at. So instead of trying to discover night diving on your own or doing a deep dive on your own or with a buddy or somebody who has done it before but they don't really understand the ins and outs of, of teaching well and they haven't had that education and experience of, of guiding others to, to new opportunities gaining experience is one of the things that makes you not only a safer diver but a more competent diver and you can eliminate a lot of mistakes and buying the wrong gear and doing it wrong and building up bad habits by having an instructor so you know gaining experience is always one of the ways to learn more learning how to use new equipment but as you venture into advanced open water the nature of the course is to build upon the skills that you learn in open water and I try not to get frustrated when I see divers come in and I'm reteaching open water skills or open water disciplines or open water mindset because of the previous instructor they had or it's been a long time since, they, since they've done it. So I really try to remember that there's going to be a lot of reteaching in, in those categories. But in its true essence, advanced should be taking all those things that you learn in open water and that maybe you forgot and get a chance to practice them in an environment where you've got someone to, to guide you. And then on top of that, it can enhance your learning. You can continue learning and building on those skills, building on that competence, building on that confidence. 
And we know that experience is the best teacher. The more that you do it correctly, the better diver that you're going to become. But it also helps you with learning new skills that are going to help you for pretty much about every dive or every other dive that you're going to do. So with mine, because not every instructor focuses on buoyancy. In fact, there's even organizations out there that want you to come back and do a peak buoyancy. I try to really, and I know that John and Sarah both really tried to focus on good buoyancy skills. And so in that course, there's lots of different opportunities to practice and master buoyancy. But on top of that, because I do the mindfulness and the meditation, you get opportunities in both the pool and open water to just sit and breathe and become really swaddled within the water, within the aquatic environment. And while you're doing that, buoyancy just becomes second nature because you don't want to have your face in the mud and you want to be, you can't really be in that mindfulness state if you're creeping or rocketing to the top. Now, I keep mentioning mindfulness. And people ask, you know, well, you know, we've heard that term a lot and it gets thrown out there. In fact, it gets thrown out there way too much. But really, when you think about mindfulness, it's, it's that state or the quality of the state of being conscious or aware of something. In the session I had the other night with a couple of my divers, all I wanted them to do is focus on exhalation, hearing the bubbles roll past their face, and inhalation and that sound of air coming out of the tank. And we did a couple of different exercises. We used the Tinsy dice. We used the monkey exercise. We used all these different exercises that I do for folks that have PTSD, anxiety, TBI, or just need to chill. But mindfulness is that quality or that state of being aware of something. In those cases, it might be being aware of breath. In an open water experience, it might be watching a small bit of coral or a small part of the structure, the underwater structure, watching a fish, watching a crawdad. But it truly is that mental state that you get to when you're focusing on that present moment and the awareness of the present moment. You can also have the opportunity to calmly acknowledge and accept your feelings, your thoughts, the body sensations. And when we do, when I do sessions or I do retreats, we focus on different things. What does the water feel like as it moves throughout your wetsuit? Or if you're not in a wetsuit, what does the water feel like? What does it feel like as you inhale, as you exhale? Becoming aware of all those things. When you do that, it helps you in relaxing within the water because you become you start to become part of it buoyancy becomes second nature navigation that ability to navigate from one point to another i got asked last night on a dive we we're up on one of our thursday night dives and one of my divers asked hey when you're under there do you just go from memory or do you navigate to something and the answer to that is yes i know that area very very well i dive it all the time in the winter as the reservoir drops I dry dive it. I walk it a lot. I'll even take my RC car out and drive my RC car in that same area because it really helps me to learn and grow and understand that area. 
but I also navigate. I There's a point that I can navigate off of, and I know if I set my compass to a certain bearing, I can navigate to the next point that I want to show a diver to. When you take that out to the ocean, you know, the ocean's a pretty big place. And I've had opportunities to navigate to see something that nobody else gets to see or very few people get to see. So when I was in Maui a couple of years ago, I got a hot tip on where I could go find tiny seahorses. The only instructions I was given was you go to XYZ Beach, you find the pole that is in the, the pole that is a marker in the middle of the beach, and you take one, two, three heading on it, and you go till you hit 40 feet, and then you start looking for seahorses in the grass. And that's not an area where snorkelers will go to. It's really off of the reef. So coral and reef divers aren't going to be at it. So I'm getting to see stuff that nobody else really gets to see or very few people get to see unless you have those hot tips. Learning how to deep dive. Man, I talk to people all the time that they want to go deep. They want to go deep. They want to know the numbers. Man, I got to tell you, deep diving is not about the numbers. Go see stuff because it's there. Go reach those numbers with proper training so that when you do need to go see the cool stuff at that at that depth and you're going past 60 feet which is what you know open water allows you to go to 60 feet 61 plus is for advanced you can see new things but get the proper training there's different marine life there's different aquatic life that lives past 60 feet a lot of the wrecks that you might go to in the ocean are going to set at deeper depths the odyssey that is over in Roatan is 115 feet. Get proper training for that. A lot of the wreck dives I did in New Jersey were 90 to 120 plus. I'm not going to throw the numbers out there, but, but plus on those. Um, and knowing how your body reacts, knowing how much air consumption you're going to have, knowing the safety mechanisms, understanding pile stops, all that kind of stuff comes through deep dive. In fact, I think you become a better shallow water diver the deeper you go because you understand those things that make up a deep dive now something I've talked about on a previous podcast and I'll bring up again and that is purposely going into a state of narcosis guided narcosis by going deeper I'm not going to talk about it on, on this show we'll cover it like I said I've covered it in the past and, and I can cover it again on, on other things the meditation and the mindfulness combined with taking an advanced class really helps you with your breathing because you get better because now at this point you're diving hopefully you're diving with less weight if you had one of those instructors that weights you so that you're constantly on the bottom in advance we're going to get you into diving lighter weights or with less weights and you start to understand more about air consumption and you start learning more about breathing techniques and when we combine that with relaxation Pre-dive relaxation, somatic breathing on the surface through a snorkel. And you understand how breathing affects your buoyancy. And you start understanding how it affects the length and really, I mean, the, the quality of your dive. Because if you're breathing heavy, you're releasing a lot of other chemicals in your body that's responding to that. And you could even go into an anxious state or pre-anxious state. 
but getting your air consumption to improve by taking an advanced course, taking an advanced course like the one that, that I offer that revolves around meditation and mindfulness. While you're doing that, you're watching your confidence grow. That's one of the things I love about advanced and not doing just the five dives, but getting divers into doing seven to 10 dives, they really begin to gain that confidence. Now, granted, there's people who come out of open water, they're confident, they're ready to go. But I've got, I mean, I've come across divers that I that wind up coming into my advance. They're like, are we allowed to dive with, without an instructor? Well, yes. Or they'll say, hey, I don't want to dive with, without an instructor. Well, why not? So let's get you to that level where you're confident and you take all that stuff that you learned out of open water. And granted, it may have felt overwhelming. If you went through a course where everybody had a clear mask at the same time, everybody had to recover a reg at the same time, we took five or six people out to the dive site or more, then you're not going to have the confidence like you would have in a private or semi-private class. So that advanced class offers you that opportunity to dive safer. It offers you the opportunity on how to deal with different problems that might come up that could be causing stress. And it, like I said before, experience is a great teacher. Why not do it with somebody who can show you where the stepping stones in the lake are versus being like the monk who just kind of fell in and got himself all wet? They're both at the lake, or all three were at the lake. It's just two knew the stepping stones and didn't get wet. It also helps you overcome your fears. I've got divers who absolutely hate diving zero vis. So guess what we do? We do a lot of drills in the pool. And then we get opportunities to go dive low vis environments. You know, fear is normal. And even as an experienced diver, there's times where I can get nervous. And I would challenge any experienced diver to admit that they don't. Because fear, anxiety, nervousness, it's all part of life. We're doing something that is very abnormal. We're, we're underwater on a breathing apparatus. We are not in our environment. And through advanced, and through meditation, and through mindfulness, and through practice, and through repetition, you can become more a part of the aquatic environment. So advanced helps you to manage fear. And it becomes rewarding when you do that. It boosts your confidence. It boosts your confidence. And not only your abilities in the water, but it also transfers back over to when you're walking on dry land. Because you can identify as a diver at that point. You can identify as someone. I mean, if you can overcome the fear of flooding your mask or having your regulator ripped out of your mouth or diving in low visibility situations, man, you can do a lot of things. You just take that and transfer it into other areas of your life. You know, a lot of times fear is, is all about the unknown. So I've got a diver that, that doesn't like diving a certain section of Quinn's Pond because there's, there's a lot of rock outcroppings and there's, there's, you know, crevices and places where bad things could hide, right? And even on a day dive, you know, those are dark, quote-unquote, scary areas. How about having a flashlight? Because learning to dive with the light and then being able to look inside those, those nooks and crannies, you can see some cool things. Catfish, bass. On one dive, a GoPro. So, you know, there is rewards for looking into the areas that you might be most fearful of. 
I like using advanced to introduce people to various aspects of diving, like deep diving, search and recovery. All those are specialties. I love teaching specialties because then you can look at what a diver's passionate about. And as long as it's not just a checklist item, that's the biggest thing I have to try to get across my advanced divers and especially my master scuba divers is just enjoy the process. When I was taking my private pilot certification, one of the guys that um, started out at the same time as I did, and we, you know, I was taking private lessons. He was taking private lessons. Jeff Beers, phenomenal instructor. And as we were going through, we got to talking about not rushing the process. I spent I spent more time sitting side by side with my flight instructor than I had with my spouse in a period of, of one year. We had about 110 hours together that we had been diving. And, I'm sorry, that we had been flying together, 110 hours side by side, flying next to each other. And he, Jeff wasn't wanting to rush me on the process. He wasn't sandbagging it. I wasn't wanting to rush the process. And what I found was I really just more enjoyed the journey. I enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed flying. And I wasn't in a rush to go get my, pilot, my private pilot's uh, certificate. Jeff had told me a long before, he's like, dude, you're ready to go. But I was enjoying that experience. Now, the other guy that I was doing the lessons with, still flying with an instructor today because he enjoys learning. He enjoys the process. He's not afraid to go get his, his certificate. And guys, this was over 10 years ago. He is just enjoying that process. I ran into him of all places, a dive shop. And we got to talking about, he's, he's becoming a new diver. Actually, he's going to become a student of mine. And what sparked his interest is when I, was when I mentioned to him, I've got divers that have no interest in, in certifying, even at the open water level. They just want to keep doing breathe or they keep wanting to do tandem dives because they're enjoying that process. They're enjoying the somatic breathing exercises we do out in the middle of Lucky Peak. And he was intrigued by that. But yeah, he told me, he's like, yeah, the, the day that I go and test for, for my certificate is the day I stop flying because he enjoys learning, enjoys the process. And he's got hundreds, hundreds of hours flying at this point and no, and no certificate. So enjoy the process. It, it allows you to you know, begin to reach new depths, it allows you to learn how to navigate, you know, but don't rush that experience. You, what, I, what I told my clients the other night, so you can go on my website, scubarob.com, and you can see I charge a premium price for a premium experience. I'm not going to take somebody out and do five dives, check them off, say, all right, you're done. And I won't take on divers that want to rush the process. If they're like, hey, I have to be done by August 2nd. Hey, you need to go find somebody else. You're going to find somebody cheaper that will get it done on time. Now, with that said, you're not going to be the same diver. And so most of the divers, in fact, all the divers that I take, very few exceptions, know that they are in it for the journey. We're not going to rush the process. Now, if they get through in five dives, boom, they're ready to go on an advance. I'm still going to say, hey, look, I, you know, I'm going to give you, you know, you've met the requirements for your advanced. 
And as long as I put in the contract how many dives we're going to do, you know, then I can, I can withhold that. But we can hit five dives and I can say, look, I can give you your, advance, your advance. But, man, you paid for a few more dives. I charge, I charge 1500 bucks for a private advance course. You need to get your money's worth. You need to enjoy the journey. Yeah, you get some gear. You get pool time, which normally is not part of an advance. You get video lessons in addition to the online stuff that, that's given. We're going to sit down. We're going to meet for coffee. We're going to talk. And we're not going to talk about dive, just diving. We're going to talk about how you apply diving in other aspects of your life. If you don't want that, save your money. Go to somebody else. If you come through me, we're going to show you ways. I'm going to show you ways of how you apply advanced diving, not just to new aspects of, of your dive life, but how do you apply it to your other parts of your life. Because you're going to get to learn about more gear and learn new gear. And you're going to get to try different things. I also give out a specialty wherever I do my advanced course. It's not just the advanced, but also a specialty. So it can be dry suit diving. It can be underwater photography. It could be underwater naturalist. Whatever, you know, whatever's on the specialty list that you want to do, full face mask, whatever that happens to be, we're going to find ways to have fun. My biggest rule, actually my two biggest rules is, number one, challenge by choice. So if we get ready to go do a deep dive, and I'm like, hey, we're going to go do 95 feet today, and my diver says, you know, 61's the standard, and that's where I'm comfortable at. We're going to go to 61. Now I'm going to offer him different opportunities to maybe go past 61, but it's challenged by choice. Here's what the standard is. What do you want to do with that? So we could stick, if they're like, I definitely don't want to do night dives, but I don't mind doing limited vis. Actually, it's usually the opposite. <laughs> I don't want to do limited vis, but I'll do a night dive. Okay, so either one qualifies. It's challenged by choice. May we do one, and I can get them to come up to the challenge of doing the other. But number one, challenge by choice. Number two is have fun. Again, it's all about the journey. It's learning about yourself. It's learning about diving. It's learning about the benefits of self-control, objectivity, tolerance, improved concentration, mental clarity, emotional intelligence. It's not just about diving. When we take advance and we mingle that with meditation and mindfulness, Learning how to relate to others and yourself, not just on the dive site, not just underwater, but in your daily life, is huge. I recognize that mindfulness is probably a, a very overused term that's out there right now. It gets used in the corporate world. It gets used in psychology. It gets used in sociology. It gets used in advertisements. But you have to look at the different disciplines. So there's a lot of different disciplines and practices that can cultivate mindfulness. I mean, yoga, tai chi, all those bring about mindfulness. 
But so can diving when it is directed and you learn how to do it. Diving on its own reduces the effects of PTSD by up to 80%. We know this when we look at things like saliva swabs, we look at cortisol levels and, and how much cortisol drops in a diver who's having PT, you know, uh, is having the, the effects of PTSD. But we also know that mindfulness on its own and breathing and relaxation, getting rid of exce- excessive carbon monoxide. We know that when we increase the levels of O2, and this is through Idaho Hyperbaric that we verified it with, when we increase the O2 level to anywhere between 25 to 35%, we're doing hyperbaric treatment even in shallow water because of the elevation that we happen to sit here in Idaho. So there are huge benefits when you take advanced course and you add it to the practice of mindfulness. Stress reduction, boosting working memory, focus, less less emotional reactivity, cognitive flexibility, satisfaction with relationships. All those are part of the benefits when you're using mindfulness. If you haven't taken an advanced workshop, I highly recommend that you do. If it's not me, look for someone who's not going to teach just five dives and press you on through the system. Look for someone who's going to guide you in becoming more competent, more confident, and becoming part of the aquatic experience. If you are in the area, or if you'd like to travel to the area, not only do I work with mindfulness when we do advanced but also the master scuba diver program as well as just 30 minute to 60 minute aquatic mindfulness sessions come and become part of the water so that way as you walk through life you learn that as long as you've got air you're all right